So here, I was thinking about the name because I obsessed about things like this. And I was saying, you know, like the, the Spud and Tommy Talk shite was the original one. Uh-huh. Or Talk, or no, Have the Crack. But we didn't think, I didn't think that Americans would understand the reference. So we have a new one. Right. Taste. Taste. Tommy and Spud Talk Excrement. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. But uh, I don't know, that may be overthinking it. Uh, as is my want of an evening. Billy Tommy would say. We'll come up with something. Yeah. Uh, right. So, what is this? What are we trying to do? It's basically. Um, would you? Well, we're just just going to do hellier, or you want to do other stuff as well? Well, I well, I think what I the idea I like is that we pretend it's about hellier. We go as if it is about hellier, but if it goes off track, that we don't yeah. try to bring it back, Fine. kind of a thing. No problem. Yeah. The other thing is that um, it's longer for me since I've seen it than you. Yeah. You took notes and I have a memory like a sieve. <laughs> so <laughs> there's a huge chance that uh, you, you you could be leading the charge. In this. <laughs> it's okay. All right. No worries. Yeah. yeah. All right. So here's the question, Spud. Here's the big question. What the fuck is Hellier all about? Oh, God, Tommy, um, <laughs> where do we start? Um, so it's about... Uh, uh, so I'm sure your listeners will know about Planet Weird, okay? Now I now I hadn't known about Planet Weird. No, no, I had known a little bit about them before the first season, but not much. I'm not into the woo as as, as much as, as as you are, you know. But I kind of yeah. knew of, of of the website and 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 what it was, kind of like a fourteen times kind of thing, you know. Yeah. Just looking at paranormal stuff, ghosts and aliens, Bigfoot, all that kind of stuff. But anyway, so a few of them got together and made this documentary about. Uh, Basically, someone contacted him and says, look, something really weird is going on in Kentucky. I think it's goblins. And they're like, okay, that's weird. And so there was a couple of email exchanges and emails were weird. And they just thought, you know what, fake it. Let, let's just go down to Kentucky and see what happens. And that was the first season. And it was So that's, your man, that's David Christie. That's the, the email came from him, right? That yeah, the first, but, so yeah. It, it involves so Greg Newkirk is is the guy behind Planet Weird, and then there's his wife uh, Dana, and she's a hedge witch. Um, uh, Greg is uh, like a paranormal investigator. His wife Dana is involved in it as well. She's a like a paranormal investigator as well, but she's a hedge witch. You know what that is? I haven't a fucking clue to be honest. And then there's two other guys involved in the first season, and a second one, and another one in the second season. So you have Carol Pfeffer. As FIFA, I would say no, as in Michelle FIFA, no? No, no, f- well, sorry, well, I'm looking at the German pronunciation, I'm sorry, right. Karl Pfeffer, there's a P in front of an F, yeah, and, and then you have, uh, oh, Jesus, what, Con- then you have Connor, something is a surname, I forget, and then, and then in season two, there's, they introduce Tyler, Tyler is also connected with Planet Weird, and he does uh, uh, investigations and stuff like that, so, yeah, basically it's just this group of paranormal investigators go to Kentucky looking for goblins but it could be aliens and it could it could be like a government conspiracy like there's major spoilers here sorry oh, well, <laughs> you know? well, um, well, it's spoiler task so we're not gonna not spoiler it so yeah you have to spoil it to what uh, you talk yeah. about properly, i assume you know? everyone's seen it who wants to see it at this point don't you well i think i certainly think people should see it um, yeah like i think it's i think it's i think it's well made it's well shot and you can see as well from like like I, I think you told me about it first, and I remember kind of looking into their their Twitter profiles and all that stuff after watching the first season. I was just looking through, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like these guys have only like two or three thousand followers on Twitter. What the fuck is going on? They yeah, it's way more really famous. surprised. Like um, the other documentaries that they did were kind of more YouTube-y, short, ten-minute type 
things. And it's where that stay or stay, I don't want to that's pronounced, method comes from. It's from the previous ones. And that was yeah. mostly what man, Carl and the other guy who I can't remember Connor. with the beards. Connor, Connor yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that they're very good and there's good quality to them and they kind of look, have the same kind of production value-ish that Hellier did, particularly in the first season. But that like each of the episodes have 300 views. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, right. it seemed like there was this kind of huge jump from what they were doing to what Hellier was. But I suppose it's, it's probably less of a jump for Greg and um, why is my brain not working? What's her name? Dana. Dana, yeah, Greg and Dana, because they, you know, they had probably because um, they did that traveling paranormal museum yeah. thing. They also did a ghost hunting documentary right. previous to this. So they maybe had. I've not. I I don't know if I've seen it or not. I've yeah. seen so many <laughs> Bigfoot documentaries at one point. I don't so know which what, is which. What's What's really strange about Hellier is kind of the way that this David character. We, David has never met. He's in season one, and no no one has a clue who he is. But yeah. he, he emails. Uh, Greg uh, Newkirk, this the kind of leader of the group, right? And but he yeah. doesn't email him at his normal Planet Weird address. He emails him at this website address for a website that's well, it, it, it's still up, but it's dead for all intents and purposes. It, no one is running it anymore, and it's about it was a website from when he was like a ghost hunter and a kid. He used right. to, him and his friends used to go into um, uh, just places that were supposed to be haunted, and they like what me and you have done in yeah, some of the yeah, videos. Yeah. Go go places yeah. and try and talk to spirits and stuff, but. And then, so he gets this email out of the blue, and it was an email address he only checked every now and again. And, and then this David guy says, like, I was given this address because the person uh, who you know said that, you know, you'd be able to help out. And your man Greg is like, I have no idea who. Because then, then, then this is the introduction then of the, um, uh, one of the, like, the kind of, not the, the, the main, not the main, the main character, but this character that, uh, kind of links a lot of stuff together, you know. This like is the, the Tony Terry Wrist. Terry Wrist, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's weird because, like, you say Terry Wrist is terrorist, and it's Terry yeah. R. Wrist, and and some people pronounce it Rice, so it's Terry R. Rice. And it's just yeah. like, who is this guy? And the further on you get into it, you find out that he was this Vietnam vet who was like supposedly he was like uh, uh, when he came back from Vietnam. I'm sorry, in Vietnam he had been a. Uh, what did they call him? One of the one of the guys that went into the foxholes. They would go down oh, with a, with a yeah, gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ton of rest. They would go down with a gun and a knife and a hand grenade, go in, try and shoot someone, then throw a hand grenade, shoot as many as they can. And then when he came back after the Vietnam War, he was hired by the government or whatever to like go into these caves and hunt for fucking aliens, it would seem. You know? It's so mad. Correct me if I'm wrong on this. David Christie, is he the guy who wrote... No, who is the guy who wrote the Euphonauts book that contains the essay that has the only kind of written thing uh, of Terry Ritz? That's uh, is that the guy who talked in the second season? Is it? Yeah, that's the oh. guy in the second season. The uh, Alan uh, Greens Greensburg. Right. Oh, yeah. So tell yeah. me this: How did they get from David? Because I can't remember from David Christie to terrorist. Like, if it was, is it just David Christie just said it's someone you know, and then yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. He he tells them it was was Terry Wrist. Who puts right, them in, okay. in, in, yeah, in, in yeah, yeah. and then like you get all these mad or there, there's then then Terry Risk gets in touch with them and sends them these emails and they're written in a strange way and the the words aren't like there's one example where he writes window but he doesn't write W I N D O W he writes W I N D space O W and then it turns out later on that like if you, if you look at this through like a ufologist uh, what's the word a cipher 
you know, yeah, where yeah. letters mean different things and different words and all that. Then, like, it, it, it turns out that he gives this, like, huge clue to where, like, they should have met him and stuff like that. And it's, it's just a very, I'm not doing it justice here, it's a very bizarre, very good, very compelling, compelling watching document docu series. I think I think I think it's really really good. Like there's problems with it of course. Yeah. But like like when I look at it as that like right, this is four or five friends basically who you know don't have the best equipment in the world but have pretty good equipment, you know. Um they've they've gone out and, and said, right, there's some mad stuff happening in Kentucky. Let's make a documentary about it. And I think they've very very much succeeded, you know? The problem I suppose I'm kind of skipping to the end of season one and in a sense, I had the same problem with season two, is that it ultimately goes nowhere. You know, and that was kind of the most kind of reaction I think people had to season one. It's this huge build up and it's really exciting and you're really getting into it. And there's, you know, the different bits where, you know, they're outside the cabin. That's one of the best bits, you know, when your man has the blindfold, he's talking and they're feeling people all around him. And you go, oh, this is this great momentum to this. And then it just kind of end up in a cave. And uh, nothing happens. Yeah, because they do, it, these, they do these experiments where, like, and I'd love to do these, Tommy. Next time I come to, come on to Ireland, man, we have to do these. Like, yeah, sure. just someone gets blindfolded, blindfolded and, and their ears are, are, are can't hear anything, and they're just listening to these, what do they call it, e- EMF, AMF things? Is that what they're called, more or less? Yeah, uh, it's a radio set on randomness, yeah. so that it's going through. It's a ghost box or a ghost yeah, radio. Yeah, yeah, ghost box. Yeah. So, like, you, you can't yeah. hear anything except the ghost box, but but the people around you are, like, asking questions to just to the ether, you know? But you yeah. give the answers. So the, the answers are challenged. Challenged? Challenged? Challenged. That's not right. Channeled. No. Through, channeled. Through you. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I think it's just fantastic because so many things... And it's so accurate at yeah, times. It's mad. Like, yeah. It's very, very strange, isn't it? But again, but that's, that's, that's like that's like when, when me when me you and, and Aga went to the graveyard there a couple of weeks ago. Like the first three answers we got in a row were leave. <laughs> I know, yeah. But the thing that you have, I suppose, come with a kind of skeptical mind is why do we believe that this isn't just a fiction? You know, like well, why is it not just a setup? And I'm kind of, I believe that it, I you know I believe I trust them. I believe them in a set, particularly in season one and stuff. More than I'd say, I believe a ghost hunter show that's on yeah. you know the History Channel or whatever. That seems very contrived in a kind of scripted way. Whereas even though Hellier at times does seem contrived, it seems more in a I don't know a life way. The life sometimes gets a bit weird like that. You know, there's, there's connections rather than a, it being a, a scripted thing. But it's you still supposed to, at the back of your mind have to go. They're making entertainment mm. it's not like a um it's not like a bbc documentary uh, about you know uh, lions on the serengeti or something yeah, where it has cave, to be cave goblins you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> david admiral mm. <laughs> i'll watch that of um, course yeah, yeah, yeah it's i mean like i remember in the first season you you had told me about and, and i'd watched it a little bit after you and I remember texting you going man this whole synchronicity thing is bullshit like they're just coincidences yeah. and then one or two things happened and I went okay I'm on board now because yeah. you know the whole thing with synchronicities is that it's, it's too much of a it can't be a coincidence because it's just too weird for it to be a coincidence you know and well like, the, the direct the, the definition of a synchronicity is a meaningful coincidence right so it, and not even that. It's Carl Jung came up with it. That's yeah. a, it's originally. So it's a personally meaningful coincidence. So it's something that resonates with the person that it happens to, rather than a, a general meaningness. Like it's like, oh, that's 
that means something to me, not necessarily that means something to the world, you know, yeah. like it's, it's, you could have a, I suppose, a, a synchronicity that to everyone else in the room appears to be <laughs> fright or something course, very course, you know, course. ordinary, but to you strikes a chord. And there is definitely a difference between a coincidence and a synchronicity. Uh, and I do think that the, there's a, a, a kind of a, and I kind of find it, in one sense, a bit kind of hesitant to talk about it because I just feel that Greg will passive aggressively give out to me on Twitter if he, uh, <laughs> if he hears this. Um, I, I think Greg's okay. I don't. I do. I'm joking. I'm joking, of I course. Like um, but uh, it's like there's there has to be a bit of discernment between um, synchronicity and just you know like something odd yeah. and reaching. And at times it does feel reaching. Yep. And it. it Definitely. It does like, also in the, the second season too, like the, with different things where it's like they're looking for stuff to get excited and uh, wowed about. You know what I mean? A synchronicity for me, personally speaking, is not something that you necessarily go looking for. I think if you go looking for them, you're going to find them. Sure. Because once you focus on something, like if, if you, it's that whole thing of when you decide you're going to get a new car and you decide it's going to be a particular red Mazda. Like there's there's things that they kind of miss in the synchronicities. Like Parsons is a big synchronicity, but they never picked up on the guy that you're a big fan of. Um, Jack Parsons. They never pick up on that, and which is very strange for me. If they're like paranormal investigators, how do they not know? Well, it's, it's isn't it isn't because well, one thing. Someone on Twitter, a friend of mine, Kelsey, said that they did mention it on Twitter, and that there's a reason why they don't talk about uh, that as as a, a link. Yeah, but so I don't know. I, I didn't see that. Well, no, but I, has, has, has he seen the edit or something? What, what's, what's going on here? No, no. Um, no, Greg said it on Twitter. Okay. That's the, the right, reason sorry. why. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, like, there's, uh, there's, there's, there's one like big, there was one of the kind of big synchronicities that they got that I just completely dismissed. Because, and I'll, I'll tell you why, because they were going on about the green man and Tyler was one of the guys and he went off to the supposed coordinates that Terry Risk gives, which turns out not to be coordinates at all. But anyway, but they went there and they searched the bit. He got lost in the forest. He got a bit freaked out and the sheriff kind of came, came, forced him to leave town and all that stuff. But he happened on this again, house. Again, again, that happens off camera though. That's so suspicious of it. You have to be suspicious of that. Yeah, I mean, he could have. There'd be no reason why. You, like, you are, you, you, you are, yeah, you're, you're allowed, you're allowed, came from you know i don't uh, yeah you know, like you, know, you are allowed film the cops in any country pretty much so i don't know why he turned out but anyway look that's yeah okay they probably should have left that in but maybe for the edit they didn't we don't know but the thing that the helicopter thing that comes over uh at that <laughs> it was funny wasn't it <laughs> I have literally a video on my channel that has exactly the same thing where i go to either i'm randonauting or i end up in a place and a helicopter comes over <laughs> and i have the same sort of reaction other than you know Helicopters fly over. <laughs> yeah, they just <laughs> fly a lot. Lots of people have helicopters now. But <laughs> so he arrives at this house and there's like a carved, and they call it the Green Man, who is this uh, meant to be a representation of Pan and all this kind of stuff. And uh, and I'm just like, nah, that's nonsense because like I live close to the countryside and you see a lot of them here, even where I live in Poland. Like there's just lots of people have these. Uh, they're, they're just carved out of tree trunks and it's an old yeah. man with a big beard and it doesn't really represent anything except a mountain man. That's all it is. And and he was trying to say it was a synchronicity and, and I was just like, nah, I'm not buying that one. But like, there was loads, there's loads of yeah. them in it that I, that I did buy. I'm just, I'm just picking out one here that I, that I didn't, you know? Well, the Green Man thing, like it's big and pagan kind of lore and stuff like that and it's probably more known in, say, England than it is anywhere else. Like, it's, mm. it's probably not... 
it's the thing that you if you go to Glastonbury, you'll just be surrounded by green men. You right. know, it's like the the town, not the, the music festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so uh, you know, it's, well, well, but well, the connection with Pan is kind of I suppose and, uh, like there's definitely an argument to be made, but it's a bit tenuous in that the green man is like the spirit of the forest, where Pan is kind of a, is a different kind of yeah. archetype or whatever that's kind of. I don't want to say shoehorned into the kind of green man. Like you can definitely an argument can be made see, for it. The, the, worst, the worst thing for me about about Hellier was that like I I there was ten episodes and I loved nine of them and I hated the last episode. It drove me demented, so it did, because I I couldn't buy into the panting and the invoking and. Well, the annoying thing about the pan thing is they were told what to do, they were given the exact instructions what to do, yeah. and then they went and did something else. And they did something else. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Like, they, they, they spoke to the, to the girl, Amy, who claims to kind of have been a little bit framed uh, for yeah. uncovering uh, uh, the town's involvement with, you know, aliens and paedophilia cults and stuff like that. And, 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 and they were told to play these three notes as a chord in a place, and I don't, I'm not 100% sure, but I think they went to a different cave than the one they were supposed to go to. And then, but that that's not clear. It's not clear that they go to the one they're supposed to, because Tyler is like Madford. He really wants to go. <laughs> and then This is what then, we do. Yeah, and then it seems that they don't go there, they go to a different one. And maybe they were scared. Now look, come on, I'd be scared. I don't think I'd go yeah. into a cave to see aliens unless I was fucking armed to the teeth with guns not that I'd want to kill an alien but it's just if something came at me I'd want yeah. to defend myself kind of thing you know and so I don't think that they went to the proper place and this whole invoking pan I, I can't buy into it because if it's aliens they don't give a shit about pan if it's goblins they also don't give a shit about pan the only person who gives a shit about pan is Dana <laughs> and like right, but here's the thing here's the thing I'm going to slightly disagree with you here okay. I mean, I'm going to give, give you a, um, a bit more of the context in a sense of what that is. In the kind of magic idea, in particular of, uh, in a grimoire sense, as in the, the grimoires, the thing, there's an idea of hierarchy. And that there is, um, you will always say in um, the Goetia, which is a well-known kind of book on demons, it gives a list of demons, and it gives kind of what the rule over, sort of, oh, he has, you know, 40 men or 40 legions or, you know, under them and stuff like that and the kind of the idea uh-huh. is that you go you, you go to say sort of four kings of hell and say you go well I want to work with a guy I want to work with oh, Lucifer someone under Lucifer so um, John. <laughs> you go and you talk to Lucifer and you go I want one of your mates to help me out right. I, I need your authority you know oh, tell okay. him to do that okay. and then you don't deal with Lucifer you deal with yeah, yeah. Lucifer Drofkeel or whatever you know one of the things underneath it so the idea of Pan then is and it's not it's a, to talk about Alistair Crowley and it does my nothing that they all call him Crowley it really <laughs> does I have a thing about people pronouncing uh, Crowley's name incorrect I don't know why it annoys me so much but it does anyway it's holy holy Alistair Crowley mm. <laughs> so but uh, he talked. That he had his whole thing of EO Pan, was, uh, and he, it's in a number of things, in the Star Ruby and stuff. And it's about that kind of authority thing of where you go to the top man before you kind of, um, you know, work with anything else. It gives you the authority. It's like, um, in a sense, say like a Moses type figure. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I understand you. I understand I, you completely. I, I didn't. I wasn't sure about that. Okay, I yeah. get that, and I'm sure that 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 they did kind of mention that kind of stuff. As well, but well, they do, but kind of breeze over it. So it's giving them an authority, yeah, in a space. But they kind of then made the ritual about the, which is it's that's usually like an opening kind of thing, yeah, 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 yeah. 
then they made a ritual about that. And what was mad as well is that they, they didn't like they started notice, noticing that they felt kind of sick after listening to this fucking C chord for half an hour or whatever. And yeah. it's like, well, lads, in fairness, you know, you're in a cave and you're breathing in noxious fucking gases from and, and they're using those petroleum based candles which i fucking hate like everyone should every everyone should know that you should only ever use beeswax candles cuz the petroleum ones you may, may as well be sucking on a fucking exhaust pipe they're really <laughs> bad for you and if you're doing séances or, or 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 i don't know sacramental I don't know, sacramental altar and doing whatever you do. Like, if you're breathing in that stuff, it's very, very bad for you. Very, very bad for you. And you will sure. get sick. And, and, and you're down in a cave where the air isn't good and it's not moving. And I'm really not surprised that they all felt really bad. But anyway, but then you come to the end of the episode and it links back to episode one and of, of season one. And if, if they had gotten something right then, there would have been no reason for the whole of the two seasons. You know, because yeah, yeah, but that's revealed. But but that's okay. But like, because, like, I really enjoyed the first couple of episodes in this one because it was about the investigation, and that's just the kind of person I am. I have these kind of journalistic aspirations. You know, I like slow investigative stuff and step by step, and they're going through how this connects to this, how this connects to this, who we should speak to next, and where we should go. And I, I like all that stuff. I know I know you didn't like the first couple of episodes. No, what I fa- found it hard to kind of. Uh, the first couple of episodes were just it felt like it was a recap which it mm. was and then it, it kind of I don't know it's the whole thing of it being season two set before season one had come out um, yeah. no not came out but before anything that happened in season one okay. I found yeah. that very a weird kind of juxtaposition is not the right word but a, a weird kind of so season two starts before Season one, in a sense, in, in a kind of, it was kind of, kind of, that's a bit odd. So they're talking about season one coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, they're still editing season one when yeah. season two starts. It's, it is but strange. By episode, by episode five yeah. of season two, season one still hadn't come out. Yeah, that's mad. Yeah, but I suppose no, it's I just, but I don't know how that works. I mean, I understand the logistics of it, but there was just kind of a, it felt like yeah. because I felt like it hadn't, it wasn't progressing, you know, in a, yeah. in a kind of a sense. And I also, I suppose, have at the back of my mind that if anything major had happened, we would have heard about it. Of course. <laughs> you know, of course. The, the like, that's the thing. Like, I mean, you know, why aren't you going to these places with a scientist? But what kind of a scientist is going to be like, yeah, right, lads, I'm not going with you. <laughs> you know, but I, I don't know. I mean, like... As soon as a scientist um, looks into any of these uh, kind of <laughs> things, he's, he's immediately called not a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. But, like... I I just yeah I thought I I liked I I enjoyed this season far more than I did season one because season one for me the first three episodes I think they were fucking edge of the seat scary stuff I remember it was around this time last year and I I used to have to go down to the to the basement and turn off the the Christmas lights outside and I used to be going down I used to have my flashlight on my phone turned on and and, and the lights were on I had the flashlight on my phone and it would usually carry something kind of heavy like there was a poker a, honestly just, God a, po- just, a poker beside the fire just in case I was going to get attacked by a little alien goblin because it fucking freaked the shit out of me so it did but, uh, but this one but that's thing, season two is not scary at all there's no none of that atmosphere to it at least I didn't get that no there's a couple of there's no I would, yeah I wouldn't say it's scary i say it's more weird but that's good I think because I, I think they're look what I what I would love for the end of it all to be is that there's something living in these Kentucky caves 
and they're either either aliens who came and they've kind of settled in there or whatever, or else it's and apparently they're um, what do you call it guarding a gateway or whatever. Now I don't I don't particularly believe that, but let's say there are aliens who who live in there and that's they've made it home or whatever, or else it's goblins and goblins are kind of like the Bigfoot or they're the like kind of leftovers from the Neanderthals and that that's where they ended up kind of thing you know like I mean I can't really dismiss it because we don't know like we don't oh sure sure the thing that I like that uh, is disappointing but I think it's kind of good is that at the end of both seasons kind of ends as like an Empire Strikes Back kind of way on a kind of a down note on a failure in a sense in that the the ritual um, you know, when they go to the cave in the first season and nothing really happens yeah, and then they go yeah, to yeah. do the thing in EO Pan or the Pan ritual, nothing really happens. But here's the thing, what I, what I, why I like that. In magic, you kind of have this thing where you get all of these, this big momentum towards something where, you know, you start seeing the synchronicities, you start doing this and you work towards it and you feel like there's a kind of a weight behind your momentum and you're going somewhere and it's, you know, something's about to be revealed and it's like a common thing that has happened to me that I'm going, oh, something big is about to happen <laughs> and then nothing happens. <laughs> and it's kind of, that's, so the thing that is kind of, that's exactly like, it's that's a pretty standard magic kind of um Results that they got in many ways in yeah, both it's seasons. The, it's the whole Joseph Campbell thing. It's the journey rather than the. the well, here's the, the, here's the, the, the question I want. Who. The, the, just because. So all of this happened and all this momentum and all these synchronicities and all that. And then from their point of view, nothing happened. But that's only if you believe that the results of the ritual were for the benefit of Greg and Dana and Carl and Connell. Yeah. Rather than for the being, say, if we want to go to that far, mm-hmm. it might be the being that gets the result of it. And so it feels like an empty kind of gone nowhere because the manifestation or the, the end result of the ritual wasn't for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get you. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, well, then I wouldn't think in that way anyway because I don't know as much yeah. about this as you. But yeah, that's an, in- an interesting way to think about it, all right. So if it is a case that Pan wants to come back, then it's not as if he's going to appear in front of him and go, oh, well, thanks, lads. How thanks, are you, lads? <laughs> What's the yeah. crack? Do you want to go for a Appreciate pint? Appreciate that. <laughs> glad, some, some of the clues you got a bit wrong, but, you know, we got here anyway. <laughs> exactly. He's going, I mean, to, oh, I, he's going to manifest in whatever kind of way he's going to manifest. Yeah. And it's not going to be... And it's like... It's never going to be blatant. It's never going to be filmed. It's never going to be in such a way that it leaves... You know, there's no question about it. You know, it's course, all has, course, yeah. has to have the mystery. Yeah. It has to have the second guess. That's why the UFO thing is so interesting. Or even, you know, appearances of saints or the Blessed Virgin Mary, whatever. There's always enough that you can just discount it. It stays on the fringe. You yeah. know, it never fully reveals its hand. And I think that expecting Pan to turn up in a cave... I think the only thing they could have expected Was is not. the Empire Strikes Back. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> but then, but then the season ends, and then maybe I shouldn't give that one away since I've given away so many things. But it ends very but, positively, and it says, "Right, well, if you had put this through this cipher, then you would find out something fucking massive." I thought the yeah. ending was really, really good because the first half of the episode was dog shit, in my opinion. You know, but yeah, that's me. Yeah. I'm not into rituals. I don't. Like, you know, like me and you have spoken about sigils and stuff like that, and I watched a couple of things about it, and I tried it myself. But to be honest. The way the way I see rituals is that, like, if they'd gone in with a burger and a packet of cigarettes and went pan, pan, yeah. pan, but you pan. see, like, I think that would have had that, the same effect. Be, like, <laughs> perfect. That would be a perfect chaos magic ritual for pan. Yeah. Well then, there, yeah. Well, maybe, maybe that's what I'm into. Then. <laughs> yeah. You know. And I mean, like, um, or uh, 
No, I mean, that, you, that's the chaos magic approach uh, rather than the ceremonial magic approach, which is kind of, I think, what Dana was trying to do. Um, and, and like, here's the thing. Greg, as I say, I love Greg, all that stuff. Greg gives out about occultists kind of giving out that they don't really know much about the occult. But here's the thing. If they made a documentary about cars and about car engines and then on Twitter after it went, well, what really bugs me is the way mechanics keep telling me I got the things wrong about the car engine. <laughs> and can go, uh, yeah, that's a fair point. Um, did you pick up on, I, I picked up, I, I, I was getting major Lord of the Rings vibes off of a few of the episodes. Were you getting any of that? No, but it's not. It wouldn't be something. I don't think that way. I suppose. Like it's. I'm not. You don't I like suppose. Lord of the Rings. No, I do. I do. But I, it's like it's. It's the same as Star Wars to me. It's kind of. I'm aware of it. I've seen them. Yeah. Don't don't quiz me on it. I would okay. not be able to. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know any of the no, characters' okay. names other than ones everyone knows. Like the first. I remember the first. I, I I was a very weird kid growing up. I read Lord of the Rings pretty much once a year for about five years in a row. There at one stage, it was very, right. it was intense. Like you know, <laughs> and but. I always, I always, always had this thing that right. Tolkien never, Tolkien never ever. No, sorry. Tolkien always said that he found the books or that he translated them. I don't remember. And he, so he, and I, I, I kind of convinced myself that there was magic weaved through this book. You know, it would like I'd, I could, I'd be wide awake reading the book, and then suddenly I'm asleep, kind of thing. Right. You know, there was something in this book that there was magical, and I was getting. Getting a bang of that off, off, off of this because they were talking about the, the goblins, which are like dwarves, what we can say, uh, in from the books. And and if you play music in them in the in the caves, something would happen, which is just like yeah, no, okay, yeah, I get that. I, I just want to point out that I'm alone and not feeling the Lords of the Rings are that magical. It's huge in magic. It's chaos magic. Right. It's all about you know. So it's just me. So don't take me okay. as a. Yeah, uh, um, there was there was something I wanted to ask as well. Um, yeah, because they they talk in it about. Um, many people have told him that right. What you're doing is an initiation. It's a, it's a, it, you're doing like a, a kind of bunch of rituals so that you're initiated into something. How does that yeah. sit with you as you know a well, initiation? Well, initiation and there's kind of two kind of approaches. Initiation, like say you join an order like the masons say because that's the one people know and you go in and they do a kind of a ceremony which is a mock yeah. sacrifice in many ways so that's kind of it you're initiated into it but initiation like a, a, I was going to say proper proper is the wrong word um, one style of initiation is when something fucking disastrous happens in your life and your life falls apart and you you're thrown into it you have to deal with it and you come out it's like you you I don't know, you suddenly find out that, you know, you've cancer and you're, you know, you've probably two years to live or six months to live and then you beat it and then you become a different uh, expression of who you were, a different person. Um, you know, you're all the better for it, all of that. That's an initiation. So it's kind of like there isn't enough, in a sense, uh, threat or destruction or their lives didn't fall apart for it to be, in a sense, that type of initiation. Okay, okay. So, you know, like there's no, um, well, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes, whatever. Like Greg does seem to be freaked out an awful lot of it. And I was, as I said to you, messing you, I hope he has a nervous breakdown because that would be a proper initiation. You know, that's like, so like, that would be actually That'd it. That would be great that'd TV, be, yeah. Yeah, it's like when um, when literally everything falls apart and uh, the ground is taken up from every thought you ever had is challenged you know yeah. where you find out that your best friend has been shagging your wife for years and your entire <laughs> world f- 
falls apart. That's an initiation. Right. Not necessarily going around looking for Parsons written on windows or on the floor. <laughs> or buildings or, but okay. I mean, that, like, who's to say? Who's to say? Like, you, like, does it all have to be kind of, um, I don't know, as grand or as big as, you know, your life falling apart? I, you know, that's what that's, that seems more like an initiation to me, because the, yeah, the point see, like, of like, is, is there's no talk going back from it, and you're a different person out of yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because, like, for me watching this, like, okay, well, I mean, it could be an initiation in the same way, like, you know, playing, like, GTA Five or something, and you have to do so many things before you're allowed to complete the mission. Like, that's an... Or, or join a gang, for example, you know? Like, but is that not more a probation than initiation? Yeah, okay. So that's, yeah, a common misunderstanding, then, of the word initiation now, isn't it? It's been associated well, in, with in this... Well, like, would have a probationary thing, which yeah. is, you know finalized by an initiation yeah. so in a sense you could say we're heading towards an initiation this is all and but plus, plus as well plus as well what, what works against this is that it, it, it probably isn't an initiation because if you had if if they had done the cipher to the email at, at the beginning then they would never have have had to have gone through all these uh, steps you know that's yeah that's it too yeah but so, well, I mean, there is. I mean, I'm look. You know me. You know me. I'm a big fan of of, of Joseph Campbell's uh, the Hero's Journey. I love that stuff. You know. Yeah. But, so you know, there is all of that throughout both seasons. It's like right, they're going here. They're learning about themselves. They're learning about this pheno- these phenomena, and phenomena. <laughs> and you know, so they are, and, and they're coming out of it different people because every 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 day you live and you learn, you come out a, a, a new person at the end. You know, live and birth and die and death. And I know, but it, it, a shitty day at work isn't an initiation, although you may be a different person. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know, man. Everything is perspective, isn't it? Oh, it is, and I mean that. That's why I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Chaos Magic, in that because it's it's totally about the subjective experience, mm. and that if Greg thinks it's an initiation, then it is, and it ma- matters not what Tommy Kelly thinks an initiation is. Yeah. You was, know, and from it, so was, his point of view is what matters, and that does he think it's an initiation? Well, yeah, that's that, that is that is kind of what matters. To, that's just yeah. the whole existential kind of thing, isn't? Nothing matters yeah. until you say it matters. You know. That's yeah. Yeah. Which basically, but uh, there was something else I, I, I liked and I hadn't known about as well. Is that like the good, a- and maybe you probably know this good aliens come from Sirius and the bad aliens come from Orion, or have I, th- have I that the wrong way? I don't remember. I don't know either, but there's also there's any number of different kind I like of. That. I thought uh, that was cool because. because oh, is there like there's 38 different categories of aliens that you can get? You've yeah. the, you, the Nords, you've the Swedes, you've the Blondes, you've the the Ikeans. I wish they had <laughs> spoken about uh, the, the Cygnus constellation because apparently Newgrange in Ireland, that's pointed at Cygnus. I think, right. as far as I know. That, that's there's an interesting thing about Orion and what was the other one you said? Sirius. Sirius. That there's a Mandela effect that um, uh, that the universe or the Milky Way is situated, if most people think, who are into the Mandela effect, and I'm going to get this wrong, but it's something like Andromeda, in the Orion, yeah. Orion section of the universe, but right. we're actually now in the Sirius, but they all remember being in the Orion or the opposite or yeah. something along the lines. But that's, um, that's like those things like, oh, Brazil has moved. No, Brazil has moved. Maps are better. <laughs> no, that's the way I look at it. Australia has moved to the right and New Zealand is closer. No, 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 no. Maps are better. <laughs> and Australia, Australia has cracked. There's no uh, <laughs> stuff at the bottom of it. There was there was something though the the, the astrology thing kind of lost me. But but this would go back to your point as well. Because it's and it's more that like right. Well, if you think it's important and it works, well then go with it. See, I have a big problem with astrology in that 
you know, astrology is supposed to have thirteen signs, and then that's only if you look at that type of astro- astrology, because you can look at yeah. the, you can look at the Celtic signs, which are totally different and have totally different dates. And I think there's thirteen in Celtic's one, is there? Oh, I don't know. I'm not. My astrology is woeful. Yeah. Ended. I just. I'm sure there's something to it in some way. You know that old quote of uh, millionaires don't believe in astrology, yeah, but course. billionaires yeah, do. Yeah, 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 but yeah. Um, so, but it's just kind of. I look. I. I. I don't know. Astrology's t- like. Astrology is the type of thing that I probably wouldn't believe even if it was true. <laughs> because, because, and I'll tell you why, but in a deliberate sense, in because I do not like the idea of um, knowing something bad's going to happen because invariably I will create that. Okay. It's like, no, well, today, this week's a particularly bad, you know, workout for you. Yeah. I go, right, well, I'll make sure that happens. Yeah. Well, it's the whole, it's, the, it's like this, transurfing has a lot of that, that as well. It's if you wake up in the morning and you have a kind of a great outlook about all the great things that's going to happen, you're going to have a good day. If you wake up and you're like, well, fuck this shit, you're going to have a bad day. You know? But there's Isn't, the thing in, that, in the transurfing thing, or in any of that thing, is that you can have a worse day because you start off as a positive thing because your hopes are dashed. Yeah, you're, ex- you're expecting too much. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, and you're like kind of going, your whole outlook can be destroyed. Yeah. And there's that thing in reality transfer, which I think is awesome. And it's not in any of the other kind of law of attraction stuff like that. It's the whole thing of don't have, un, don't place undue importance onto anything you want. Yeah. Treat it as something that's normal. Because it's, there seems to be a thing of the, the more, the more you kind of want, not want something, but the more you kind of put it on a pedestal, Number one, the harder it gets, and the, the further away it seems, to, or that more dickish the universe yeah, seems yeah, to act for sure. it, harder to get it. <laughs> yeah. Like a perfect example, it's kind of it's a bit tangential, but my my mum never ever um, has uh, body my son's breakfast ready to go when I come down on the Monday because she looks after him for after him for a couple of hours. And today was the first time ever he had his breakfast before he went, and she had his breakfast ready for him. <laughs> I'm just going, there you go, universe, being a dick, as usual. <laughs> well, one thing I definitely want to talk about um, on the hellier thing before we go way off is the um, where they decided that they were going to deliberately uh, get your man to have the UFO um, encounter. Yeah, Carl, Carl Pfeffer, the, yeah? You know, the, or Tyler. Which one? The, the, the bigger guy, the first time they did it from the two, for 2012, where they had the hypnotist, the, the, the very first... Oh, yeah, the first one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They, uh, that they basically got a hypnotist in, primed him, set him up, and kind of let his mind go. And he came back, and he goes, many hours was that? Yeah. And I went, oh, it was 20 minutes. And he goes, fuck off, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> I, th- I thought that was brilliant. In the, in the thing of... Well, number one, how susceptible we are to, in a sense, I'm not going to say false memories, but um, imprinted memories are uh, how easily we can accept that things aren't that real are real. And then you have to kind of go, well, how much of what we think is real yeah. is is something that's similar to that? Like it's yeah, yeah. like where like where is reality? And it's like, Fushinik, you know yourself, like like for years, like I, I used to I used to I used to drink cans of coke the whole time and it took me such a long time to switch to bottled water because it was just it was just the first thing you'd reach for when you go go into yeah. a shop for a drink coke 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 and you're like what the fuck am i doing like i'm rotting the teeth out of my mouth you know so yeah there's yeah it's mad you know and the whole yeah false and but he the guy the, the hypnotist hypnotist says something i think he lets it out he said he said something like it's very easy to give people false memories 
And it's like, oh, I can't believe they left that in the edit. <laughs> No? Yeah, but I mean, it's so revealing, like you kind of go, like, I have a memory, I have a clear memory of a house, that we, when we were building our house here, of telling the architect about this other house, and we wanted it to be split like this, and I know exactly where this house is, and I have kind of a vague kind of notion of maybe going to that house with the architect and showing him. And then a couple of years ago, we were walking past that, this house, that as far as I'm concerned, our house is kind of stolen <laughs> the, yeah. the look of. And I said, oh, you know, it's mad that yeah, there's that house and uh, to, to my wife, to Vanessa. And uh, she goes, what are you on about? That house is only five years old. Oh. So, <laughs> so, like, so I have, a, like, and that memory feels as real as any memory, yeah, 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 but it yeah. can't be true. And so I find that very interesting because it means then you kind of go, well, what else isn't true? You should go out with, uh, you know, those water rods, the dividers and, and see if you, dividers and, and see if there's anything spooky going on there, man. Just for the crack. No, I, I don't think it's spooky <laughs> in that sense. I think it's spooky in that I've conflated an issue in my head. Like, because she was saying, no, the house we did that to is way the other side of town. Uh-huh. And then we did that and I was like, oh yeah, but like, okay. I'm not convinced. And that's what I think an awful lot of the Mandela effect is that it kind of, you're going, no, but that feels wrong. You know, it feel, there's a feeling to it. That's the whole thing I always say about magic. How do you know it's, how do you know it's a synchronicity and not just coincidence? How do you know it's magic and not just yeah. random thing? There's a feel to it that's very different. And I don't know if that's real either. You know, it's like, it's, um, but it definitely feels different to it. In, it's a really good. Just getting um, something wrong, you know, just misremembering. You can kind of go, oh, well, all right, okay. It feels different. And I think that's what people, is convincing people about the Mandela effect is that it feels different. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I knew we were going to have a chat, so I watched some videos on the Mandela effect, and I was going through my internet history for a thing on the on the on the retconned uh, uh, subreddit. It's yeah. a really good one, and it has almost no upvotes. <laughs> but course. it's a it's a theory about well, look, uh, the, the, what I've done by looking into this is I I can kind of see that this is this could be memory manipulation done by some someone done by say the government or whatever you know what I mean? yeah. which really would not surprise me and it's just for me it's like Berenstein Berenstein I don't give a shit it makes no difference yeah. like but well, it makes no difference to us because we didn't grow up with them well exactly but I, I do remember being on telly but it's just that I was older you know yes. I wasn't watching it but like uh, it's just kind of I, I, I reckon I reckon it, I w- it wouldn't be beyond the realms of possibility if there is kind of a government thing putting out these things, trying to find people with just awful memories or who are easily swayed or, you know, something like that, who propaganda will work on the easiest. You get me? And the, then again, and the propaganda of, will work on us all eventually, you know. Yeah. But uh, it's kind of picking out who it works on, who are the most susceptible uh, to it, you know? Like in the way Darren Brown does when he's trying to get a new TV show. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 50 people... She's the most uh, gullible. But exactly, like, I mean, I've been to a couple of hip, 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 hypnotist shows. And, yeah. and and what was weird, weird and they, two of the guys did exactly the same thing and they weren't the same hypnotist. They, they do this thing at the start and everyone has to raise their hands above their head, their heads and, and push, 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 push. And, and then he says, right, uh, and some of you won't be able to do it, but most of you will be able to bring your hands back down. And he says, then he counts to three and whoever's hands are up, then they're the people who can come up on stage and do it with. And it's like, it's, it's fucking bullshit. Like, it's just people who Well, just, it is. It's yeah. like, it's the thing of, remember, I don't know if you've seen it, where Darren Brown said, uh, now most of you will be able to stand up out of your seat, but some of you won't. 
and yeah. then loads of people yeah. weren't able to stand up and they had the ring yeah, channel. Yeah, yeah. I did this. No. I did this. I was at home with, with Aga and, and my housemate. And I, I, I convinced them that I couldn't stand up. I was fine. <laughs> I could stand up in any minute, but I convinced them I couldn't stand up. <laughs> but you know. well, like, I mean, there is that thing. I'm sure there was people who couldn't stand up, but it's not because Darren Brown is, uh, you know, has amazing powers. It's just because some people believe anything, you know, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, if, yeah, if it's yeah, from, it's, yeah. particularly if it's from an authority figure yeah. or whatever. Like, the scary thing about all of it is that it's easy to laugh at someone who can't get out of um, a chair because Darren Brown said it on TV, <laughs> but we're all probably doing something yeah, sure. that's equivalent to that. Sure, that we're sure, not sure. It's like if an alien came down and had a look, I wonder is there something glaringly obvious to them that we all take for absolute granted. Like you know what? Like, do you know what? Do you know what? You're running, no, no, no. Some, you know what just go, that's such a ridiculous thing to have. Do you, you, know, 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 what it, do you know what? I, you know what I think it is? And I've spoken to this with I a couple of times. I reckon it's music because right. I think, I, I don't think they would get music because like we're the only animals that make music as far as I know. And or, of course birds sing, but birds sing, birds sing, uh, that, that's their way of talking or communication, yeah? Well, no, that's, that's the way of saying fuck off out of my land. <laughs> and I know, and whales and dolphins, they sing differently than how they communicate normally. So, so, right. so there's only a couple of animals that do music, but they don't do music, they sing. I think, I think there's definitely something in music that is other otherworldly or maybe it was given yeah, to us yeah I think it's yeah absolutely like it's it's so strange music yeah. is so strange and it's so it's probably the only thing that everyone likes you know what I mean we might like different things but not everyone likes football not everyone likes films yeah but everyone likes everyone. some type of music of course yeah, so, yeah, you know? yeah you know, it's like or it's the only thing that can have such a kind of yeah. effect on people like it, it's like you can you know be excited about a football match or you can you know really enjoy a film but something about music just does something strange yeah. it speaks on like a completely different level I definitely think there's else. some it was it's either some type of weird magic or or else it's or else it was given to us and we're not using it properly you get me um, yeah well uh, it's not one of the theories is the whole thing of the the Egyptian pyramids is to do with sound and that's that's how they were moving things about yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, they say a lot of Egyptian pyramids don't <laughs> Come here, back, back to Hellier for a second, because um, yes. uh, the way it focuses on... you just on, look at your notes? <laughs> yeah, I am, yeah. The way it... Uh, uh, like, Kentucky's a fucking weird place, isn't it? Because I, I, I wasn't... I had heard of the Mothman prophecies. I didn't know what it was. I looked up other documentaries and watched them as well. And, like, they, 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 they start drawing lines on, on the maps, on, on the map that they have of, like, stuff that, that connects around Kentucky and all these other kind of conspiracy theories or paranormal activities and all this stuff and it's like like for me there's too many strange things going on there for something just something has to be going on there you know I know I, I yeah but also I think that if you put a loop around any kind of area and look for things you probably will find things <laughs> Well, this is kind of like the Mandela Mandel effect. Like uh, you know, like I read the thread far too much than I should, far too far too often, and like so many of them, just these American things that don't matter. Like there was one guy who was selling insurance, and now it's selling books. Who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Yeah, this thing yeah. doesn't matter. And and even the name is wrong. Mandela effect. Mandela didn't die. Well, he did die. He's dead now. But he didn't die back then when people think he died. You know? Well, and, well that's the, that's the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so yeah. like, but like, for me, it's like like. You know, if like a real Mandela effect would be if like Nixon was never the president, you know, something like that. 
Like that would be a Mandela effect. Like tomorrow morning, we were like, "Holy shit, Nixon!" No, no, Nixon was the vice president. Like, get the fuck out of here, you know? Yeah. Well, I suppose they're, they're that, just that, they're, they're, of, they're just too inconsequential. You know what I mean? Like, like well, to you, to you, like to you, but to them, it obviously isn't. Like the my my one my Mandela effect is that Clive James died years ago, whatever. But it's not doesn't mean anything to my life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it means nothing. And I kind of look at South America and I go, "Yeah, I thought it was a bit." You know, I could go, I see. But it's like, if you follow any of the, you know, the Mandela Effect subreddit or retconned, it's kind of so many things. Like, I thought Helena Bonham Carter was Helen Bonham Carter. And go, well, you know, you were just wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Just wrong. And even if you were right, who cares? You know, it's not, it's it's like, the Ed McMahon one where going around with the check seems to be an interesting one. But again, I don't know the, the, the TV shows they're on about, yeah, you know, yeah, like it's same. kind you know, of it makes no difference to me, you know, like, like there's no way. Like, are there any Irish ones? Maybe like Bosco was a boy or Bosco was a girl. I don't know. Bosco oh, transgender. No Bosco's, one knows Bosco Yeah, is. non-binary. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> You're internationalist. What the fuck is Bosco, you know? Um, yeah. uh, the, 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 let me see. There was something else in the notes as well I wanted, I wanted to ask you about. Um... Well, I, while you're thinking about that, the one thing I want to say is how good Hellier looks. Like the production value and the the kind of, from a nerdy point of view, the colour grading and the editing and the sound design, it's all really good. Well, the sound design is a bit kind of, I don't know, it's not my taste, but it's done well. Um, at least it's not Twilight Zone, or not Twilight Zone, the X-Files music. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But it just it really looks well. The quality of it, like compared to your standard ghost hunting, you know, ghost hunters incorporated or whatever, any of those things that are just brutal, you know, yeah, like really yeah. bad kind of that's a way higher standard and all of that. And it's like head and shoulders above what anyone else is doing. And I know it's kind of Amazon Prime now, but what anyone else was doing on YouTube. They've you know, put it's it like out on YouTube now, though. It's out on YouTube now. Yeah. And I, I had to torrent it because it wasn't, it was not available on the Polish Amazon Prime. So sorry, lads. You know? Yeah, I think it was, I don't think it was even, uh, it was just the UK and America, I think. I don't think oh, it was okay. even, yeah. Um, obviously, they got more money for it that way because they do say if you can watch it, watch it on Amazon Prime rather than YouTube because that's better for them. So there's obviously some. I wonder what way did it work though? Like, did Amazon come to them or did they go to Amazon? Because Amazon will, Amazon will pretty much take anything. No, I, I assume it's just. Uh, Amazon have a better rate than YouTube, but I, I'm not even sure. They, you oh, know, they, I don't, they, they, they give you the, the for so many plays, they give you X amount of money. It is it is much it is better than YouTube for sure. So but, I, like as far I was thinking, maybe you know, no one ever talked to Amazon. They just said, well, we put it out in two weeks, and Amazon makes some money and then put it in YouTube. Like it doesn't maybe that's what it is. Yeah. yeah, 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 maybe so. And fair play to them. I hope they hope they make an absolute packet out of it. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think I mean it's it's easy to kind of slag off hell, and I don't think we slagged off. Hellier, like we talked about, but it's really good, and it's like it's made for people like me. You know what I mean? And it, it, like it's um, it's so enjoyable, and it's like being when you have a kid and stuff like that, and you're you're working and you're trying to do all the things that, that I do. You kind of let an awful lot of TV and stuff just slide, and yeah. you know you all get to it. Like I haven't seen any of the new Watchmen, which like I would have been all over, and I, by all accounts, it's amazing. But I've seen all of Hellier within a couple of days, so I mean, yeah. you know, I. I'd made a point of watching it and that I haven't done that with a TV show in, I don't know, I don't know, since last year or probably from yeah. season one. <laughs> I really liked, um, during the interview with uh, Alan uh, Greenfeld and he's a guy who, uh, to go back to te- terrorist, Terry Rice, Terry Rice, uh, he interviewed him for his book many, many years ago. 
And what I really liked, and I don't know if Alan did it, or I don't know if, if the Hellier guys did it, or I don't know if it was just happened per chance, but behind Alan, there's a, a digital clock, and it's flashing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's flashing. So it looks like it's just been plugged in or whatever, or you know, the yeah. power went or something. And I love that, because that meant that they couldn't edit yeah. it in a because bad way, you know? Because you question, you go, oh, is it going backwards? Yeah, yeah, or, yeah, 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 yeah. And I even, and there, there's even, there's, there was a couple of times watching it, I, I even reversed it to check. That's <laughs> so I, I did, you know? But it was all sequential. I know it jumped an hour kind of at one stage, though. I think it was like four. Uh, yeah, something. yeah, no, it did. did it, it, there was a lot, there are a lot of time jumps, but they're all kind of done chronologically, you know. And yeah. I, I thought that was really, really good. And I don't know if it happened on purpose or if or if one of them did it or if any of them did it. Or maybe what. that was part. That maybe that's part of his deal. If you record you me, never know, man. It might be Zach. You know, you know the comedian Zach. If you ever are being recorded, that's a great idea how to... Well, yeah, this is... I was just going to say, you know the stand-up comedian Zach and Afanafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalaf
Like, yeah. yeah. No, I think he's his nephew, something like that. I think he's, oh, he's related to him. I think you're right. I think, yeah, yeah, that sounds very familiar. Yeah. So it's my Unless he is, and it's a Mandela effect. He's the boy's nephew. Definitely. In my universe. <laughs> Fair enough, Tommy. Yeah, <laughs> Tommy, man, I am going to have to go and take my young fella. <laughs> oh, no worries, but do watch that. It's on YouTube. Adam Curtis, Century Self. I will. And everyone, watch Hellier. It's, it's fantastic. Do you think we have talked enough about Hellier, or should the next episode also be about Hellier, or should we do something else, or should we decide uh, that whenever we even go to do it? Do you know what? Like as I go back over my notes now, walking out to get the young fella, I'm going to be like, I should have said that. I should have said that. So you know what? I think we should do. I think we should leave it for a month or two and then come back to right. it. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Right. Well, we're going to try and do this once a week, ladies and gentlemen. That will probably not happen, but that is the that is the. Uh, <laughs> Try and start a podcast once a week, the week before Christmas. That's that's intelligent, yeah, lads. Smart. That's, right, but that's the, that's the hope. So, uh, and we have to come up with catchphrases and stuff. We have, you know, like, oh, good people, huh, you know, oh, talk to you later, man, uh, or something. You know, it's your boys, Tommy and Spuds. <laughs> Jesus. No, not that one. <laughs> uh, Sound. Right, go collect, go collect your child. I will. Good luck. Bye, everybody. Bye.